0: name the father the son the holy spirit one god amen good morning everyone one of my favorite game shows growing up and maybe the younger ones won't know this game but if you're older and you like game shows on tv you're going to know this one the price is right anybody price is right okay price is right thank god i thought i was just too old to price is right the best game show ever you know come on down right and there's like you get up there and random people come up and they do these these different games and activities one of the ones i like the most i don't know if you remember this was like the one that you say what's behind door number one he's looking for the cards. He's either behind door number one or door number two and door number three so the way it works is the contestant chooses for example door number one so what does the price of right do what do they do they open up door number three and they say well it's not in door number three You got door number one. Do you want to go to door number two or you want to stay at door number one? So it's door number three, is nothing there. Door number one is the one you chose. Door number two is still there, door number one is still there. So that's the way it works. At the end, most likely people change doors and end up not getting the car. Usually it's like a big beautiful car or a big beautiful gift, but somehow most times when I'm watching the show, they don't get the car. And that's kind of the life that we live in. You gotta choose between door number one, door number two, Door number three. And this is kind of our life. It's a life of choice. <clears throat> so for the sake of kind of the example, door number one, we're going to call it the door with life of Christ. Door number two and door number three is life without Christ. You can choose whatever you want, right? That's kind of the idea. But let me tell you about not the door of Christ really quickly. If you don't choose door number one, and you know this already, by the way, this is just a reminder. Life without Christ is a life that doesn't spend time with him every day. If you choose door two and three, it means you've chosen not to really live with Christ every day. Life without Christ, listen to this, life without Christ is life when I'm in front of others, I'm a different person. Life without Christ, life without door number one. So if you're in front of others and you're different than you would be in front of God, then maybe it's not door number one. Life without Christ is not putting Him in my everyday life, every activity life. Life without Christ is not trusting Him with my daily decisions. Think about that. I'm not trusting Him with my daily decisions. That's door number two and door number three. Life without Christ, it's hard to overcome problems, sins, challenges. It's hard, by the way, without door number one, it's hard to love yourself, it's hard to love others. That's the, that's the choice we make. And why am I saying all this? Because life with Christ is what Christmas is all about. Do you know what Christmas is all about? Really simple. Jesus Christ came down to this earth to live with us, among us, so we can choose him. Door number one, he came to be with us. It's really simple. Look, look at the gospel today, Luke 1.35. Listen to this. Luke chapter 135, to summarize what everything God wants to say. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. Who is he talking about here? Who remembers? The Holy Spirit will come upon you. Who is he talking about in the the gospel today? He was talking to St. Mary. Listen carefully. He's not just talking about St. Mary. The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. That's Christmas. Christmas is that. The Holy Spirit, God, God's presence is gonna come and overshadow you. Up there, he was up there. Now he's down here. Now he's in here. That's Christmas. That's all Christmas is. It's him coming down and dwelling among us. He's behind door number one. He's with us. Do we choose to live with him or not? He overshadows us. You know what overshadow means? Like surrounds us. He's filling us. He's in us. That's Christmas. We always believe when we read the gospel, Jesus came to dwell in St. Mary. No. We're not reading that because we just say, Oh, Jesus dwelt and came in St. Mary. The Holy Spirit came upon her. No. We're saying God Himself wants to come and be with us. I'll give you an example from the scripture. There was two psalms today. Not the one just now, but the one in the morning and the one last night. It's a complete reading. Listen to the, the two psalms. Psalm 144. Listen to this. Bow down your heavens, O Lord, and come down and touch the mountains. Stretch your hand from above and rescue me and deliver me out of great waters from the hand of foreigners. This song, you know what it says? What is bow down your heavens? Can the heavens bow down? Anybody think about that? Think about that second. Can the heavens bow down? If you bow down, how does it work? You're standing like this and you bow down, Right? And you come down to the ground. How did the heavens bow down? By by Christ coming. The heavens. This is the Psalms from the Old Testament. Before Christ came. The heavens bowed down when Jesus came down. He came down in the heavens. What was up there is now down here. That's Christmas. That's all it is. Christmas is the heavens. Jesus up there. Now down here. With us. In us. Surrounding us. Overshadowing us. Behind door number one. Behind, here, here's door number one. Behind door number one. Choose him, right? The other song was this He shall come down like rain upon the grass, like showers of waters on the earth. In his days, the righteous shall flourish. Abundance of peace. Who is that talking about? Again, pretty easy. I'm not telling you anything difficult. I'm just reminding you about one thing. The heavens came down and Jesus came down like rain upon the grass that showered the earth with peace. That sounds pretty good. Door number one sounds really good. And every one of us here wants door number one. We want this life with Christ. But can I tell you about door number two? Door number two is not so glamorous. And it came in the gospel this morning from Luke 11. I want you to turn with me Luke chapter 11 because I want you to see door number two. Door number three, Luke eleven twenty four. Just be with me here for a minute. I'm not going to take that long today. But all I want to say to you is, door number one, the heavens bowed down and came to here to dwell among us. Jesus came to be inside of us, to give us peace. I'm sure you're all looking for peace. I am. But look at the option number two, just for the sake of looking at the options. Luke eleven twenty four says this. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. I'm not scared. Don't be scared. When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places, seeking rest and finding none. He says, I'll return to my house from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it swept and put in order. So far, I'm not done yet. Evil spirit came out of a man. He went around evil spirit. We're not scared he went around looking for a place to live he couldn't find so he came back to the original man he found it clean you would think that's a good thing he kept it clean, look what happens next then he goes so he came and find it, swept and put in order then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself and they enter and dwell there and the last state of the man is worse than the first that's always ringing in my head The last state is worse than the first state. What I'm trying to tell you, again, I'm not, like, you know me for a long time. I'm not one who preaches to scare you. No way. I'm just a real person telling you a real story. Somebody's going to dwell in here. Somebody's going to dwell in you. Somebody. Something. It's either God or something else. There's door number one and pretty much door number two. That's it. The thing is this. If you say to yourself, look, well, I'm just kind of going through the motions. I'm going to church. I kind of read the Bible. I kind of, this is not what it's about. It's about Jesus Christ who bowed down to heavens. Heavens bowed down He came down. He wants to live in us. You know what He wants to do? He wants to give peace to us. He wants to clean us. But you have to choose Him. It. It's a life. By the way, when I say choose Him, I just want to be clear. It's a daily, daily, daily. It's not something every once in a while. It's not just on Sunday. I can tell you that. But I'm just telling you, door number two doesn't look so good because seven more wicked spirits come. Like I said, I'm not here to scare you. But every day, if we're not filling ourselves with the Scripture, if we're not filling ourselves with praise, if we're not filling ourselves with gratefulness and thankfulness like our series, if we're not filling ourselves with something good... What do you think happens? The evil spirit, I'm just going to be honest with you, the evil spirit goes around, comes, this person is, is bitter, is, is, is hating, and angry, and worried, and like, Let me come and dwell here. This is a good place to dwell. So, what do we do? The evil spirit's coming, I say, no, 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 thank you. I'm praising God. I'm thankful for God. I'm, I'm choosing door number one. I'm living for Him every day. Why do we tell you to read your Bible every day? Why do we tell you to come to church? All these things is to fill. Is to let Jesus dwell in us. If look, here's here's the real thing. If Jesus is really dwelling here, there's no room for anyone else. This is elementary. If Jesus is really dwelling in you, there's no room for anyone else. But if Jesus is not dwelling there every day, there's a lot of room for a lot of other people, other things, other spirits to come in. I'm gonna go and say this, and this is gonna sound really weird, but just stay with me for a second. If we don't let Jesus dwell in us, I'm going to say something really, really ridiculous, but you just say, yeah, that makes sense. Even if it doesn't make sense, So yeah, that's a really good idea. If you don't let and we don't let Jesus dwell in us, then we're stopping Christmas from happening. We are stopping Christmas. I know it sounds ridiculous. We're stopping Christmas. What's Christmas? Christ came to live in us. If we don't do that, We've stopped Christmas in our life. Christmas is not going on January 6th Eve and celebrating and, and singing the hymns and, and, and dressing in nice clothes and getting chocolate and meat afterwards. That's not Christmas. Sorry, that's not Christmas. I like that, but it's not Christmas. Christmas is... Jesus, you have a home here. Dwell here. This place is yours. What if I were to tell you, the day is time to open your gifts. Your Christmas Day celebration is canceled. No opening gifts, it's canceled. Young kids, how do you feel? We say canceled, no gifts. You're like, no, Christmas is canceled. What if I told you there's no liturgies on January 6th? Anyway, it's canceled. No, any church, they're all canceled. You would be a little bit shocked. Well, the real thing here today that's shocking is we have in our power, young and old, the power to stop Christmas. So I'm just asking you a favor. And I'm I'm telling myself, let's really celebrate Christmas by letting God dwell in us every single day. Jesus, this is your home. Tell Him in liturgy, Jesus, this is your home. Anger, hatred, impurities, lust, it's not your home. Lack of forgiveness, this is not your home. This is the home of the one who is from heaven who came down. So today... Option number one, fill yourselves with God's presence every day. Every day. Option two, keep yourselves empty and see what happens. I was reading this week, this is the last thing I'll say. That, I was reading this week from Deuteronomy chapter 30. Listen to this. Option one and option two is clear in Deuteronomy 30. Listen to this. If you want to know the reference, it's Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. Listen to this. I call heaven, this is Moses. I call heaven and earth as a witness today against you. That I have set before you life and death. Door number one. Life and death. Blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life. That both you and your descendants may live. That you may love the Lord your God. You may obey His voice. You may cling to Him. For He is your life and length of days god was telling the people of israel you have door number one he was doing prices right in the old testament you have door number one life door number two death blessing cursing we never want this word abuna why are you saying we're being cursed i'm not saying we're being cursed i'm just saying we have a choice (laughs) the choice is jesus or not and by the way when i say jesus it's not just to say it's living your life for him every day filling yourself with him every day life death Blessing, cursing, door number one, door number two, it's our choice. Last night's Vespers Gospel is one of my favorites. The sinful woman from Luke 7, you know that one? The sinful woman who is very sinful. And what did she do when she entered the house where Jesus was? What did she do? Did she knock on the door and say, can I come in? Did she do that? What did she do? She didn't knock on the door. She ran straight in to where? Where? She went straight into Jesus and she cried to him and she ran to him. and She said, I choose you. And everybody's like, what is this lady? She's sinful. She's the worst. And she just ran to him and she bowed to him and said, I want you to be my Lord. And that's it, guys. That's all I want you to do. We're not here to preach. I'm here to be honest. There's only door number one. If you're struggling at home, with family problems, door number one can really help. If you're struggling at school with friends, door number one can really help. It's him, or it's not him. By the way, just something that people always say, and I was saying this to the college kids yesterday at the retreat. There's no sometimes. It's either yes or it's no. It's all. Around. If we don't live with God, I promise you, and you don't know this. You ever get angry for no reason, you have no, no reason why? It's door number two. Door number two is trying to come and dwell. This is not the home for door number two. This is not the home for the evil one. This is a home for Jesus only. But the evil one wants to come and bring his friends. That's what happened here, they're having a party. Seven other wicked spirits. You know what that is? They're having their own Christmas party. Alright, they're bringing their friends, they coming to the, No, sorry. You can't dwell here, and you can't dwell here. This place belongs to Him. So I want you today, when you're praying liturgies, last thing I'll say, I want you today to be like the sinful woman, running, bowing saying, Jesus. You're my Lord. You bowed the heavens to come down to be with me. Be with me here. His presence will be here. But I promise you, at the end of liturgy, His presence will be here. He'll be here. That is Christmas. Don't stop Christmas from happening. You have that in your power. I know it sounds crazy. Don't stop Christ dwelling in you and me. Let's pray for one another, Lurgy, and pray like the sinful woman. And glory be to God forever. Amen.